The big question is this, how are real estate entrepreneurs like us who spend money from our own pockets to build a brand, generate leads, and deliver value to our clients? How do we do all of that and still earn our next million dollars in income? If you want proven secrets to get to your next million, keep listening. If you want it faster, go to kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets. Welcome to the Kingston Lane Podcast. Hey everybody, good morning. Welcome back to the Kingston Lane Mastermind. I'm super excited to have uh, back to the Kingston Lane community, uh, probably our uh, favorite and most uh, loved and most watched and respected guest and friend to our community, my dear friend, my mentor, Craig Valentine. Craig? At, least, at least your most respected Canadian. <laughs> no, dude. It, it, Maybe not, though. Maybe not. Who knows? People don't realize that uh, I'd say t a ton of people, and you don't, I think I've sh Steve always shared this with you, a ton of people have grabbed uh, your, the, the, the masterclass that we did on Instagram close to oh, a cool. year and a half ago that I overlaid with like a kind of a 10-part mini course along with your big uh, webinar that we did. So yeah. a lot of people around the world have, uh, uh, have downloaded that and, and put that to good use, which is, which is awesome. But today... Um, my, my focus today is to, is, is to really dig deep on a few things given that we are in the home stretch for 2019. And uh, the one thing that you've always shared with me, and it's, and it's worth remembering over and over, is the power of the way we reduce anxiety, the way we clarify success. And I know that when I get stuck, you'll just say, hey, plan, 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 right? Like, like that's the fastest way to get there. So before we kick into all of that, what's... What's not on your mind right now? What's not on your mind these days? What is not on my mind? You know, not, uh, my, my mind is not too much on really being in great shape right now. It's, you know, I still train and stuff, but for everybody who's not familiar with me, I spent 15 years kind of being like Canadian, the Canadian fitness expert to Americans at <laughs> Men's Health Magazine. And it's just not a thing for me anymore. I just really don't care about being in the best shape ever. I'm still in good shape. Like I can hike like a maniac and, and lift weights, but I just generally don't care. And, and that's actually helped me help you because I see so many entrepreneurs, real estate agents, busy, busy, busy people exercising too much. And there's a couple of reasons why you don't want to. One, you're going to get an overuse injury. Two, Think of all the time that you are spending on training and there's a lot of diminishing returns. Like if you train six times per week, it's not twice as good as three times per week. And at, at some point you just got to say, Hey, listen, I'm 45 years old. I'm doing triathlons. Is that the best use of my time when I miss kid stuff? So I'm, I'm the uh, anti-exercise exercise expert. I love it. Um, so, so the first, the first question I want to want to throw at you is the something that you and I have talked a lot about, which you do very well, is is that um, you are on the road. You know, when and you have rules for being on the road, uh, mm. when you actually leave home, how much is that kind of worth to you, your time and your team? Uh, but I want to go into a practice. I think you do the operator mindset very well when you land, right? Uh, given that this is we're close to kind of the end of the year. I know that there's travel coming up for a lot of people. This is when a lot of people travel and it's very easy to, you know, throw in the towel and be like, I'll figure it out in January. Right. And so could you walk through just the very simple practice of like, you've told me, Hey, I take, I take the Uber not to my hotel first. Like walk me through, right. walk everybody through that operator mindset of getting, doing well on the road from a preparation perspective. 
Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of funny things I'm going to start with. First, keep your freaking fingers out of your nose and your mouth when you're traveling, okay? And, and I say that because what, what happens when most people travel, whether they go for a conference or whether they go home for the holidays, they get sick. Why do we get sick? It's because we, you know, we go into a place where there's tens of thousands of people a day, literally, and we put our hands on the seatbelt in the airplane, and then the next thing you know, we're like, whoa, you know, and that actually is very, very unfavorable for you staying well. Plus, you go to an event or you go and you get totally off your routine and you're up really late and you're drinking at the bar. And you have to understand that when you do that, and I'm talking about like the business travel, when you do that sort of stuff on business travel and you go home and you're sick for a week and you can't spend time with your kids, how is that a good trade, right? So, so think about that sort of stuff. The second thing is just the mindset, the, you know, the operator mindset. And I, I love pulling this from... Navy SEALs. I'm not a big Navy SEAL fan. Uh, We don't really have a military thing up here. But Bedros, our friend Bedros is a huge, you know, fan of all the SEAL books. And so he kind of like downloads some stuff to me and go, Oh, these guys are operators. They're, they're dropped into a spot. They have, you know, like, here's where the the ammo is. And here's where the knife is. and, And they can pull it out in their sleep. So that same mentality of, okay, when I travel, everything goes in a specific pocket. So when you, you know, if you do a transatlantic, right, from LA to, to London, or even from New York to London, you wake up in Heathrow and you're like, where am I? And if you don't have everything in a specific pocket, that's when you get off the plane, you go, oh my gosh, my iPad, my passport, my, my child, Kevin, you know, you left Kevin back at home in New York. And so that's a home alone. That's home alone reference. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But you know, um, anyways, so well, everybody at least is, is going to be close to our age as opposed to like when I talk to the 19-year-old, the, the crowd, they don't get that one. But anyway, so, so okay, so I'm an operator in the, the packing. Then I'm an operator in like, okay, I'm going to make sure that, it, you know, for me, I'm an early to the airport person. You don't have to be, but make sure you get to the airport on time. You got everything in the pockets and then you're not overpacked. And, and as soon as you land, well, you stick to your routine. Oh, actually, one more thing is most people go in the airport and all of a sudden, Everybody goes from like being 40 years old to 12 years old because, oh, there's like Annie Ann's pretzels. I'm in an airport. You know, junk food doesn't count in an airport. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. But I mean, you get really smart people eating the worst stuff in an airport. In this day and age, there's absolutely no excuse. Like 1975, sure, but not now because there's so much healthy stuff, very hipstery healthy stuff in many airports. So you go in and you stick to the plan. And then you get on the airplane, you drink a lot of water, you don't put your fingers in your nose and you get to the place. And then as soon as you get to the place, what I do is I go to Whole Foods first because I want to stay on track as much as possible. And it's funny, one of my, my clients, the guy who you're going to meet in a couple of weeks, the CFO from Orange County, he's on a work trip right now. And I was talking to him, I was like, hey, how are you going to get off track here? He goes, Ah, uh, you know, I usually just have like three drinks and that's, that sounds like a lot, but it's not. I go, okay, whoa, 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 three drinks, uh, you know, a night for three or four days in a row to old Craig. That does not sound a lot, like a lot, but I understand that like, if you have one, then you're very well, if you have two, you're very likely to eat a whole bunch of junk, your sleep. I just read why we sleep by this guy, Dr. Matthew Walker and alcohol is probably the worst thing for your deep and REM sleep. 
So everybody thinks, oh, I relax and I fall asleep better. Yeah, but you don't actually sleep sleep. And so that's why you wake up tired, even if you get eight hours of sleep after drinking alcohol. So I said, hey, listen, you got a one drink max. And he also says, I usually throw on a game late at night. I say, okay, hide the remote. So no TV, period, when you're in a hotel room. Because, man, I remember one time, the last, like I quit watching TV a couple of years ago, but I let myself slide and I turned on the NFL on a Sunday at two o'clock. And like, then I blinked and all of a sudden it was 4.30. I was like, that stuff is designed to be addictive. So you got to get off that stuff. So Marianne's saying that she packs food. I do too. I pack uh, protein bars, walnuts, sometimes apples, but so much stuff can carry really well. I also pack these little um, things of greens powder, or I just go and buy those at Whole Foods when I land. And with Whole Foods and Sprouts and all of these things, you can get a lot of, of decent stuff, even in gas stations these days. You just got to know your options. And so if you have a trainer, ask your trainer, hey, I'm going on this trip. What are my options for when I land? And it's just you know, making sure you have lots of water. You can get kombucha at 7-Eleven now. It's insane. Awesome. Kombucha awesome. at 7-Eleven. Um, sometimes I drink that stuff. Sometimes it gives me heartburn, so I don't. But man, in this day and age, we are blessed that there's, there's no permission to go off the rails. And so my client, he had one drink last night. He, sh he went to bed at 10 o'clock. He didn't watch any TV. And he said he's up and he's dominating the event that he's at. So that's awesome. if, if you want to dominate, that's what you do. And if you're like, I'm going to go off the rails, just understand there's consequences for every action. Yeah. I, um, I'll tell you this. And, and many of you have been uh, vulnerable with you about my health stuff. And Craig, you know, a lot about this stuff. It's super easy. Like I try when I travel, there's only three rules. Uh, I fast. It's just easier. I just fast. Sure. I hydrate. I meditate. That's it. Like any time I'm like not eating, I'm drinking water or I'm meditating. Like I over, if I, if I'm ever in, in a point, I'm like, I'm either drinking water or I'm meditating and drinking water or I'm meditating. Like to me, but I learned that the hard way for my DNA and my sure. personality, because I just need, as I travel and get off my, like, I know, get off my general pockets of where things are. I'm just like, I get, it's easy for me to get anxiety. Like, because I like things in, in a controlled way. But if I can just say hydrate, meditate, hydrate, meditate, I, I, I over-index on that. Uh, hey, hey, listen, I'll tell you what. What you just described is absolutely no different to what you have described to me when you were like uh, running TELUS and you were like, well, let, let's break down the agent from leaving to appointment and, all, and so on and so forth. And you were just making cause and effect. Okay, here's what happens when we say this in a, in a whatever you call it, yeah. listing meeting or whatever, right? An appointment. Oh, that's the response we get. Okay, let's, let's change that. And it's like, okay, our body's also an, an amazing experiment. So when I fast, here's how I feel. Or when I have green tea instead of peppermint tea or whatever, or when I have this big a coffee instead of this big a coffee, here's the response. And all you have to do is track that sort of stuff for a couple of days. And you're going to know your body very, very well. And then you know what to put in it. Yeah. Very, very simple. It's a scientific method at its best, and it works in business and in life. Yeah, I'll give you the one thing that I did. Um, so many of you know that I took um, a little sabbatical, and I made a decision, which is a really basic one, Craig. I just don't order large anymore. That's <laughs> it, right? So my biggest size I can order is a medium, right? And so now I try to be like, whatever I'm ordering, coffee, tea, whatever, wherever, anything, I do kids, kids portions or I do small. It's just this easiest thing ever. Wow. And I just, I've already pre-made the decision yeah. because generally it is the, 
you know, it's the, oh, sure, I'll supersize me. Like you, you think it's economically, you know, viable for you to do that. But I just say, hey, listen, I don't just like, you will never see me. Like large is just off. And once you make that decision, it, 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 it's less about the large and more about like, you know, Craig, you and I talk about, I just made, um, I, it's the rules. Like you have. Yeah, it's the pre-made decision. Right. I mean, and for those, I'm of also you- very glad that I'm an, I'm, I'm very comfortable that I'm going to pay for dinner when we go out in November. Cause Hey, like, he's going to eat from the kid's menu. Like how expensive <laughs> it, I, it's like, I will have the two ounce filet, <laughs> but, but it is so important. The pre-made decision and the best example is, okay, you're hungry. You're driving between listing appointments and you're like, Oh my God, I'm starving. I'm going to pass out. If I don't eat something, you go into a gas station or 7-Eleven, and if you don't have education and you don't have a pre-made decision and you don't have pre-made options, 99 times out of 100, you are making the wrong decision, right? You leave there and like, oh my God, I can't believe I ate that. Uh, I feel like crap, but I'm, I'm not hungry anymore, but I feel like crap and you know that's not healthy for me. But if you have a pre-made decision, boom, Oh, well, at least like you don't get the chocolate bar that big. You only get the small. So the pre-made decisions are very, very helpful. It stops me from swearing, stops me from drinking too much. I have a one drink max. I get one drink at a sitting. I enjoy it. You know, when I was 25, it would be 12 drinks and you wouldn't enjoy any of them. And it was just stupid. But now I'm a much better person because there's a lot of pre-mades. Um, pre-mades still allow for lots of spontaneity, uh, spontaneity in life, but it's just pre-made about what matters so you can have more freedom also for what matters. Yeah. So, so this, when you talk about the pre-made decisions, it makes me think of the transition from uh, two big things you've been talking about over the last kind of 12, 24 months, almost the, you know, the last perfect life retreat and the retreat before where you, the, the retreat before you were like, uh, you really give people a conscious understanding of here's what you do in a perfect day. Let's structure your day well. Let's manage your day well. If your day goes off track, that's okay. Let us reset to the next day, right? And then, then the the feedback came and we're like, well, I'm traveling today, so I can't have a perfect day. And you're like, listen, that's you guys are taking this to literally. And then you you're like, hey, let's for some people the perfect day works because they have full control over the days. But for most of us, entrepreneurs, high achievers, salespeople, et cetera, you've done the, you've given the blueprint for the perfect week, which is the new book. That's almost, you know, I think it's almost ready, right? Uh, it's done. Everyone who goes to the retreat, will get a free copy. I'll sign it. Be happy to. Yeah, awesome. So, so could you, could you kind of talk briefly about, Hey, the perfect day structure around that and like the perfect week structure around that. And like, what do you see as, kind of the insights that people can kind of take and install in their lives. So one of the most important things to start off with is we build our business around our life and not our life around our business. Most people, they, they transition into this career as a real estate agent or running their own business. And now it's just like everything just work fills the vacuum. If so, if there's nothing planned, you know, I've got two hours or I've got half an hour here, you know, between listening, I'll just work, I'll screw around on social media, whatever. But if you have boundaries and bumpers in place, it's like when you take a little kid bowling, right? What do you do? The first thing, bumpers go up, no gutter balls. So if you have bumpers in your life, which means you planned your real life around your work, sorry, you planned your real life first and you make your work fit around that, 
then you can't roll any gutter balls in your own life. And so what that means is if you want to have date night, and I hear this so often from people, they're like, man, we would love to have date night more often. I go, how often do you do it? Date night, that is. And they say, they say, you know, we, we, we do it once a month. I go, you would want to do it more than once a month, wouldn't you? And they go, yes, we would love to do it at least once a week, date night. And so I go, okay, well, what's really stopping you from having date night once a week? Well, I guess we just need to put it on the calendar. Yes, you just need to put it on the calendar. Very much like workouts, they need to go on the calendar. If you're not taking care of your health and you're like, I don't have time, I can't find time to work out. Well, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna put it on the blank calendar first before anything else goes on there. You just have to make these things priorities and make them non-negotiable. And so now you've got, well, I've got these workouts scheduled here. I've got date night scheduled here. I've got family time scheduled here. Now I have to fit my work in around that rather than putting all the work on and then going, oh, some, somehow I have to fit a life around that. No, we want to yeah. put the life on first. So Craig, so let's go. Um, so here's the truth, right? I know, and this has happened to me, so I'll take responsibility for this. And I, I, I will wager that 90% of people on the call have had this happen, right? We have put um, gym on our calendar at 5 a.m., seven days a week, like the recurring appointment, right? Right, we, we have that. We have weekly review on Saturdays at, or Sundays at 3 p.m. Like we put those in there, but we almost become um, desensitized to having these bumpers that we've put into our calendars already. How, uh, so, so before, I, before I go forward, if, if, if any of you have ever, I'm gonna put a few dashes in there. If any of you have ever put something on your calendar and you have not actually, that, that you know is good for you, that you've designed it, but you've not actually followed it. Just say me. So I, I know like that's, I'm not the only one. If I'm the only one, like you guys can all drop off. Because hey, I'm going to put me in there too, because I know that I have as well. And, yeah. and, and I'll tell you how I fixed it. Yeah. Let's talk about that because I, I, my, my question is how do you fix that? Well, the, the first thing is that you simply are doing, you're trying to do too many things. So I call this you know, the curse of the entrepreneur is that they, or the real estate agent, you know, almost like anybody who's self-employed or anybody who's high, highly ambitious is we try and cram 10 pounds of potatoes into a five pound bag, which means we try and do too much. And that's, you know, I was joking. Well, I wasn't joking at the start where I said, you know, you got to work out less. Listen, you don't need to exercise as much as you think that you have to exercise. If you have a good exercise program, you'll get a lot of results in a short amount of time. That was my entire career for 15 years before this. And the other thing is when you have too many things on there, you don't take any of them seriously. If everything's a priority, nothing's a priority, right? And so then you go, well, wait a minute, what really matters here? What really matters here? And then when you plan out your week, you go, if I'm putting something on this calendar, then I'm putting it on here as a non-negotiable. That means it is not moved, it is not canceled. Because you know what a lot of people do, Sharon, is a lot of people will say, oh yeah, it's date night tonight. And then it like, you know, so it's like 6.30, it's dinner, then a movie. And about three o'clock in the afternoon, they'll, they'll call their, their partner and go, busy, 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 busy day. Uh, tonight we'll just do dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. And then, then it's, so it's not dinner in a movie. It's just dinner. And then, okay. Hey, instead of an hour later, it's like, instead of going out for dinner, um, you know, I'll pick something up and, and, I'll, you know, we'll just, we'll just eat in, we'll hang out and we'll get a bottle of wine. 
And then like an hour later, it's like, I'm going to get some Chick-fil-A. Hope that you're going to be waiting for me. Like that's, that's what it becomes because it becomes this negotiable thing. Right. And it has to be a non-negotiable for both parties. But when something is on the calendar, very much like when I said, I do not swear that that's not negotiable for me. I said that I got public accountability for it, which is the third key. So it's not too much. It's making it non-negotiable. It's getting public accountability for it. So you just got to tell the world like, hey, we have date night every Wednesday at seven o'clock. And then if somebody sees you at work at 730, they're like, hey, you got problems in the marriage? I thought you had date night every, every one. Like nobody wants to feel like that hypocrite. So when you tell the world, when you tell your Facebook page, when you tell your clients, when you tell your friends, when you tell people that you don't want to let down, that you do something at a certain time every week, that thing has a very, very high odd, uh, high probability of getting done. So those are some really important things, but it does start with let's do less. Let's do less first and build up. Uh, as Bruce Lee says, it's not about the daily increase, but the daily decrease. Hack away at the unessential. You know, that uh, it's so funny. Uh, I will tell you guys, uh, you are... I wish, I wish, I don't want to do this, but I wish you could see my text messages with Craig, right? I will tell Craig something like, hey man, like I remember a year ago, hey man, like been talking to this publisher, got this great idea for this book, like I want to write it. And Craig's like, dude, the book is irrelevant to you right now. Don't do the book. And then like three months later, I'm like, Craig, I got this insane idea for this podcast can you just record the first episode with me? And he's like, I'll do the first episode, but this podcast is a total waste of time for you. Dude, I'm like, but Craig, I want this podcast. He's like, Sharon, 2020, man. 2020 is coming, so I got to like kind of do, do it at, or, or even kick the can. But it was like everything that um, I put up, there was a filter against, like even I, just so you guys know, just like you all, I want to do more. All of us entrepreneurs want to do more, be more, create more. We put more things on our plate ourselves. And that's why the calendar starts to fill up. We open up the calendar to people to get appointments. Like I will give you the funniest thing. Uh, Craig knows this. I just went, I just stopped taking, like I don't do hour calls anymore. I don't even do half an hour calls anymore. Like you can only get a 15 minute call with me if it's important, right? Like my, my, calend my calendar link is 15 minutes. And I get on the call. I'm like, hey, Craig, how you doing? And we're talking. Like, I, I got on the phone with Craig the other day. And I was like, hey, man, I got, he had, I, like, dude, I got four minutes. I'm like, I need two. Like, we're not, you don't need to do that. But you have to realize that when we say do less, that conversation is happening. Happening, It's not hypocritical. It's happening with me and, and people that I respect as well who are giving me outside eyes, right? Like one of the great concepts that Craig taught me the first time I spent a full day with him was, hey, you may know all the answers, but you don't have outside eyes. Like you don't have someone from the outside looking at it because it's very easy to give yourself advice from the outside and you actually need somebody that is non-judgmental, that cares about you, that wants you to do well, that will tell you something. And I think the problem, Craig, is uh, is 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 I want everyone to realize that even you and I, and not, one, we're not any different. We're constantly having to have the WrestleMania, WrestleMania 29 within ourselves saying, not now, not now, not now, not now, not now. On like, it, it sometimes like I really want to do that, but I'm like, not now, not now. And keep the focus thing in, in, the, in front and center because 100%. Other, 
otherwise it's just like my my wife uh, i'm traveling tomorrow in the afternoon my wife looked at my calendar craig and it was packed to the gills for three days she's like are you stressed i'm like yes <laughs> there's zero white space and i'm like yes i'm stressed like i am stressed right now because I, there's nothing can go wrong right like if anything right. goes wrong there's a daisy chain and i think a lot of our calendars are like that and that's just not you're doing yourself a disservice when it comes to that things like that right yeah um, the, the way that i look at it is you wouldn't make lebron james play playoff basketball every single day and not only playoff basketball but he plays 48 minutes straight like no, he gets halftime, he gets TV timeouts, he gets substituted, all this stuff. And you are a professional athlete. You need to be a high performer. You need to give yourself rest breaks. You need to give yourself water breaks. You need to allow yourself to go outside so that you don't get rickets or whatever it is from not having enough sunshine. So it's very, very, very important that everybody, everybody plans better. And I love this saying that, hey, you can do anything that you want, but you can't do everything. You can do anything, but you can't do everything. So you can get great at anything you want, but you can't get great at 25 things. You have to be very selectively focused. And with the outside eyes, the great thing about outside eyes, the reason why we're not able to give ourselves the best advice or at least take it is because we're emotionally attached to the problem, right? So, you know, like, let's say, for example, that you, you were on this streak of not selling a couple of houses or something. And the answer is pretty obvious. And someone, you know, one of your friends comes along, gives you the advice that's very obvious, but you won't take it because maybe this is all the way that I've always done it or, oh, but it worked for me the last time. And it, I know it's going to work for me again. And you're emotionally attached to something that from the outside, from 99 out of 100 people would look at you and go, well, this is, this is the problem here. You keep, you keep walking into the door. You got to open the door first. No, no, no. One time it worked for me when I actually just walked into the door and it opened. Like, and so that's why it's easy for us. Like, and the thing is, if somebody else was struggling with the real estate stuff, we'd be able to come along and go, oh, you just need to do this. And it's very simple because we're not emotionally attached to somebody else's problems. That's why it's easy to give the right advice. But it's difficult for us to give ourselves the right advice because we are emotionally invested in something. Yeah, totally. Hey, so this is really, um, I tell you, one of my favorite parts of um, the year is being, being with you and speaking on your stage. And, uh, I appreciate the invite once again, this year, there is, uh, the, the, this is a third time, the third perfect life retreat. Is that right? Yeah, it is. The third perfect life retreat in, uh, in, in beautiful San Diego in November. And, uh, you have a badass lineup this year and, yeah. uh, which also goes to one thing that I want everybody to know is, it's not the lineup and what Craig got, but it's the people that Craig has added value to, coached, mentored, and had advised to over the last two decades that are grateful to come and share, right? So you are getting the benefit of 20 years of service so he can get access. So for you, and Craig on purpose doesn't make this a 10,000 person event. I know you, I, I know you like to keep it intimate. I know you want the round tables in the room where yeah. people can talk to each other. I know that you, you don't even need the monitors because you want it a tight enough room where the people in the, even in the, on the sides can see the full life Craig all dressed up on stage. Right. Yeah. Um, love for you to maybe do a quick run through of uh, the, the, you know, kind of that, what you're excited about the event and uh, maybe where folks can get, uh, you know, the special access code, especially our mastermind too. Yeah. So one of my favorite things is that 
I can say things over and over and over again, but it's really great to hear it from other people. So it's going to be awesome to have Carrie Shule there. She's going to be talking about how she's built a great empire, obviously with kids, with a very small amount of time to work, and she's going to download that. So that's going to be one of my favorite presentations. I've never heard her speak before, but, and I've only met her through you, but she was a powerhouse. So that's going to be great. Then my friend Jason Capital, our friend Jason Capital, is going to be talking about the power of persuasion through speaking and communication. And it doesn't matter what industry anybody's in, especially for real estate, this is huge. Being able to say the right things the right way, man, you don't have to say a lot in order to move and break the needle on that one, right? So that'll be great. I have this guy, Martin Rooney, coming in. Martin has spoke at my fitness events. This guy, I, I don't know if you'll ever see another speaker with the energy that he has. And he's gonna, like he does this stuff for um, big corporations too, for their teams. And he's really going to instill in us that, you know, that spirit of I'm gonna get everything done. But I'm actually really looking forward to watching how he controls the crowd. So if anybody does any type of speaking or podcasts or anything or filming videos, watching Martin, you get, you get the lessons on what he actually says, but also how he says it. That, that to me is one of the game changers. Same with, same with Jason and Carrie too, and yourself. So you and I are going to run a little special mastermind early on Saturday morning, which I mean, that was worth everything that everybody invested in time and energy to get there last year alone. And then you're going to roll right from that into uh, your presentation Saturday morning at nine. That's going to be awesome. And then my, our, our friend Xander Fryer, very young man, but very wise in sales. He is going to show you how to sell without selling, which I think is obviously a game changer for the real estate industry. And then one of my favorite parts is we have round tables at night. So obviously during the day, everybody sits at round tables, but at night we have a dozen experts, including some of the speakers who are going to be answering questions. And you don't get this at a lot of events. Like you don't go to 10X and GrowthCon and, and be able to ask Damon John your questions. That's just not how it works. But at our event, hey, listen, I've been going to events for 13 years now and I know what works and what doesn't. And when, when you're just talked to all day long, you get kind of bored of it. But when you have the chance to interact and like get the mentoring, that's a game changer. So that'll be Friday night for a couple hours. And, and I can't wait to meet everybody and answer your questions and do all that fun stuff. Um, you, have a, you also have a um, special treat for Friday night performance. Yeah. Have, have you met Ian? I have not. So my friend Ian Stanley used to be a professional tennis player. Now he's a great copywriter, but he's going to do an hour of stand-up comedy. So he's been doing, he goes and speaks at these marketing events and he speaks on marketing and copywriting, but he also does comedy and he just loves it. And he's funny, funny guy. He's a Brit. So he has that accent and he can pull off a lot of jokes that, that most of us uh, North Americans can't. Yeah. So, um, Hey, listen, here's a, here's what I'll tell you. It's, I'll be there, of course, the entire time. And uh, I know many of you are going to be there uh, at the event. I saw, we're, as, as Craig mentioned, the, Craig and I, the only mastermind breakfast that we're running is just him and I. There, there is nothing else at the event. Like We are carving out the second day morning for a real estate mastermind that we're going to run together. And just Craig and I, uh, and whoever is coming to the event is our, it's our gift to you. Um, I had to, I had to get Linda on Craig's team and Craig to like carve that time out to do that because I thought it would be uh, a great gift for everybody coming up as a, as a bonus for everything else. And, uh, sometime with Craig and I too, we can support you guys. So if, if not anything else, 
you should just come to that and then just roll into my presentation. But you will love the two days. It's action packed. And I wanted to make sure that uh, you all had a chance to, to hang out with Craig a bit uh, and uh, also hear about the lineup as well. So Craig, perfectliferetreat.com, correct? You betcha. Perfectliferetreat.com. And uh, yeah, finish the year off great. Uh, it, yeah, I think you guys will really, really appreciate that. Craig, I can't, can't thank you enough for hanging out with us, man. I always... I always appreciate this. You helped me so much. And um, everybody in our community already knows you. And, you know, thanks for always coming back and being real and bringing the thunder. Hey, no problem. All right, guys. We'll see you. Perfect Life Retreat. PerfectLifeRetreat.com. Talk to you all later. Do you want more real estate secrets? Then go get all our best kept secrets that agents around the world are using to win more listings, grow their teams, and make a fortune every single day. Go to kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets. That's kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets.